You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome to it. Thursday night. Oh, God, I hate Thursday nights. No, welcome to Sports not Day. Thursday. What is it? It's It's this. It's, it's the Fun worst. Fact Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. So it's because it's Thursday, if you are, <laughs> I've come up with a furry fun fact. Right. Because I heard something Is this the other how day. we're starting the show tonight? Oh, well, you did. All right, give it to us. During COVID, right. people went crazy on a few things like push bikes. And office furniture. Office, yes, home office furniture. Pets. What? Pets. What? More people own pets than ever before. Is that right? About 70% of families have pets and it used to be around 50, I think. So Um but so 20% increase in massive families. In- I don't know if it's 20%. Anyway, it's a massive increase. Could the animals keep up with the breeding? This is what I want to know. Well, but the breeders are happy. Oh, could the, oh. So, like, what if the dog goes, oh, I don't feel like it tonight? Well, then they get another dog that does. <laughs> or a – yeah, anyway, don't – and most people, new, new pet owners, I mean, they don't know the rules around owning pets. You know, well, what do you mean, what etiquette. rules? Well, public transport, people saying – and restaurant, you know, people taking their dogs everywhere to what? restaurants. I remember I went to France oh, years ago, it. Woogie, yeah. and in at every restaurant there was people sitting there. You go to break your lunch or whatever. There yeah. People sitting there with dogs. Who takes their dogs yeah. to now? We're doing it everywhere. Badge two things, two things that shouldn't be at my cafe. One dogs, two cyclists. Is it indoor or outdoor? It's both. Outdoor at brekkie time, I get you take the dog for a walk. I get that. But lunch and dinner with your dog. Yeah, no. What about in America? You take them on a plane. Isn't that only if they're an an assistance dog, companion dog? They can be an an emotional uh, companion as well. That's important. Why? You're on a plane for five hours. You're not going. I remember jumping on a plane. Because they might be moving somewhere. What are you going to do with the pet? No, they can just take them on there. They just take them with them. Like, where do they go to the toilet for five hours? Not on the plane. They have to be well trained. Do they wear those nappies? Anyway. A chihuahua is not. That was my fun fact first. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not very good. Should, you, should, should people be taking pets? Can we ask? Are we just 
You're opening we're a can just of worms. Old, are we are two old blokes just having a yelling at a yell, cloud. Yeah, because everyone else is happy with their with pets everywhere. So you're a dog lover. I'm not. I love right? dogs. Okay, so you you but you wouldn't take this your is dog. Where I start to understand your personality, which I couldn't work out, <laughs> but you love cats. What's that say to me? I'm just going. It's just odd. I wouldn't take Covey or Max, my cats, to a. I wouldn't even think of taking them to a, a cafe to have a latte. Do you lock your cats up at night? Yeah, they sleep inside. Do yeah. they? Can yeah. they get out? No, they can't. I, can't, I, went, no, they I got can't. home last night and there were two cats on my neighbour's lawn tr- trying to get up, well, looking at this little bird in a tree. There was, there's a bird's nest in a tree. Like, that, cats are out. They're evil. But They're my, killing stuff. My, my cats are Well, lock aren't. them up, Woogie. But no, my cats are locked up. They, Do you want to know why they don't have breakfast? Because <laughs> <laughs> they've been out. They're out eating. They've snuck out. Oh, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Batch. (laughs) Hello to our listeners uh, through the SEN network uh, tuning into Sports Day. We're talking sport today. Tonight we are. uh, SENQ693, of course, in Brizzy, 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Our SEN track stations, the SEN app, SEN Fanatic on DAB+. Yeah, SEN Fanatic, mate. It's on DAB+, and also on the SEN app. So basically... So tell me what DAB Plus is because... It's digital radio. What's that? Oh, God, I'm not sitting here all night. Is it the same as normal radio? You just turn it on, but it's like... It's like... It's digital? It's F- It's like a, an FM radio. It's a different button on your So you can tune... You, you, you can just tune in exactly the same. No. Have you got digital radio on your car? On I don't, your I don't even know. How would you know? Actually, your, your new ute might. How would you know you got digital? Because it says DAB Plus on your... Uh, on your How's it different? Right. How's it different than other radio? There's a, a stack of radio stations on there. So so we own a radio station and then on DAB Plus we can have about another four or five licenses. Different programming. Am I the only one that doesn't understand this? Well, mate, just learn. No, nah, it's not too you're late. never too old to I think learn. I am. I can you stop derailing us <laughs> here? Sorry. Uh, Dab. Hello to our Super Radio Network listeners as well. Love having you on board. You can get involved. 0457 736 736. Can you get to the sport part? Is our text number. 1300 01 1170 is our phone number. Uh, don't forget to, to follow the show on TikTok. Badge Sats SEN and grab a podcast of the show wherever you get those from at the end of it. Right, that's the housekeeping done. Do you want to do, do you want to talk about our guests or do you want to go straight to the phones? No, talk about our guests. We need to get some sport happening or we won't have any Right, listeners. Christian Wolf, the assistant coach at the Redcliffe. is not the Redcliffe no, Dolphins, just no. the Dolphins who are based in Redcliffe. It, yes, we had this conversation last week. They are not Redcliffe. Their, okay. their second not string yet. team, which not plays yet. in the Queensland Cup, is Redcliffe. Yeah, they'll, they'll be red. That, Give it a couple of years. I'm with you, Woogie. I reckon a year. And they'll go, hey, this is ridiculous. Marketing person who told us we're not going to be Redcliffe, we are. Yeah. There's a massive race meeting this Saturday uh, on the Gold Coast, it is the Magic Million. $17.5 million worth of prize money up for grabs. Uh, Chris Nelson will preview. He's got a tip. Uh, hard races, these two- and three-year-old classics. Mm-hmm. I'm not backing the ones that ran off the beach, escaped uh, the other day. I'll give those ones. Oh. But are they racing? Well, let's ask him. Let's ask him. I'm not sure. Wow. Uh, as you said. Were they actual actual race horses or they were just Well, let's, I don't know. I, well, they look like Oh, quick. You'd be stressing, wouldn't you, if you owned one of those? Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll ask Chris Nelson about that as well. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the show, do you, do you take animals to restaurants? And I'm not talking about your husband or your wife or, you know, your kids. Or your horse. <laughs> or your horse. 
Should pets be taken to shopping centres, Bunnings, restaurants, all those sorts of places? No. No, we don't, don't answer the question. Just leave it open. That's how listeners get involved. Sorry, Gary. I got Jeez, that bit wrong. how long have you been doing this? Hey, I want to put this bloke on air. I never want to put this bloke on air because I'm not a fan of him, to be honest. Uh, it's Glenn, the reality king from Newcastle. He's got a fun fact for us. Uh, Glenn, have you got a fun fact, have you? I've got three fun facts for you. Fun, give us one. Fun fact Thursday. Just give us one. All right, the first fun fact. <laughs> Hello, Justin. Hello, Badge. My great friends. The first fun fact was how good was Prince Harry on the Stephen Colbert show last night? He was sensational. Well, that's not a fun the fact. fun that's fact. That's not a fact. That's no, not that's a fact. Just, uh, it's about, an opinion. It's a statement. Are we about... Uh, excuse me, Justin. This is my my segment at the moment. All right, see ya. Are we? <laughs> right, there you go. Does he not know that I actually control it? He's still talking. I don't think he knows. Is that that's not? And um... fun fact number three. Oh, we yes. missed number two. I no, number two was good. Having was. worked as a trade, having worked as a trade finance manager for the Arab. Let's just wait for him. We'll come back. Hang on. Here we go. My office to find out if they could keep Adrian there. Wow. That's okay. The, awesome. The reply yeah. was. Wow. The reply was no promises, Glenn. Um, anyway. And that was fun fact number three. Mate, oh, that was thanks, out, mate. Outstanding, Glenn. A couple Glenn. of your best. Uh, actually, Thank you very much, guys. Hey, listen, I want to ask you a quick question. Yeah. Uh, you're the reality yeah, TV king, aren't you? Is that right? That's what you call yourself? Uh, a bit more than that, mate. I'm also the cricket expert. Right. Okay, good. All right. Um, are you going to the Married at First Sight uh, preview that's happening uh, with Channel 9? Did you get your invite? I got my invite. Oh, you did? I've just got to work out whether I can stay at my daughter's place that night. That's all. Right, okay. When's it happening? A um, couple of weeks. Are you Googling? What? He's Googling. Yeah, you're great, speak. mate. Great. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell I'm you. You are, you are a bum. The same you are a bum. I actually got my invite today from you Channel are my 9. Best friend. You are my best How can you call me a bum, Justin? I'm your best friend. Slanging match. Mate, I got my invite from Channel 9, and I'm going to a preview of Married at First Sight. Right? Are you proud of that, Woogie? Oh, I'm oh, the I'm best. No, you won't. I'm not you going. won't, because you're not going. Uh, yeah, I'm so proud of that badge. Greatest invite I've received so far this year. Thank you, Channel 9. It's a brunch. It's a week old, the year, and you're already invited to the, the event. The of event of 2020. John Aiken's going to be there, the expert. Who? The relationship expert. You know when he gets cranky and tells everyone to shut up? No, I don't. He's there. I'm going. Okay. It's a brunch too, Badge. Where's this at? This on The one I'm going to is in, in Brisbane. When? Soon. 21st. Or, uh, 23rd, week before the show's on air. I'll be okay. able to tell you all about it that night. So why were you invited, Jason? Are you, you something special, you know, about relationships? Or is it your <laughs> That's right. opportunity to talk about it on the air and promote it? I, I think so. Oh, is that what? No, I wouldn't do Are that. you going to... What? You're going there with an open mind? Because we know you've said this is the worst show on TV. Uh, what? Haven't you said that? I love maths. Really? It's the greatest show on TV. Eight of Penrith's premiership winning players have sacrificed a week of holiday. That's nice. To avoid being rubbed out of next month's yes. World Club Challenge against it's St. Good. Helens. February 18 at Bluebet Stadium. Then they've got another one in uh, Wollongong, haven't they? Yeah, well, but uh, this is important, the World Club Challenge. Big game. And, of course, uh, the, the deal between the, uh, the players and the, and the Players Association is you've got to have at least six weeks training to be right to go for any game. So um, they wouldn't have that if they took all of their time off due to them right. after the World Cup. So they all said, no, we'll go back a week early. We'll have, 
have six weeks of training and then we're ready to go for this World Club Challenge, which is that yeah, is big a big gun. deal, Badge. It is well done. That's a that's that's what teams do, Just and that's that. what players go. Hey, this is you don't. I had an opportunity. I played in the World Club Challenge um, in '89, and we we were beaten. And I, it disappoints me that we you know we probably didn't take. We we took it seriously, but we you know. We'd had a week of celebrating before we jumped on the plane. <laughs> week and a half, we jumped on the plane, and all of a sudden we're over there playing witness, and we all hit the wall at about half time. So it's a, it's a big deal to have um, for your club and for yourself on your resume. How many players in the NRL would love listening to that story right now? Would love to be around in an era where there were no mobile phone cameras. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fun. Like you would have been, you would have been pretty. No, we were we were we were very conservative, but. There was no looking over your shoulder everywhere you went, worried about someone filming you. Because, mm. you know, you know when you go out at night and you have a few drinks and you become invisible, uh, what do you think you are? Right, yes, of course um, I got you. You're not. But you were at a restaurant, you were at a very fancy restaurant last night and weren't people just taking photos of their food? That's what they do, yeah. Just it's, eat it. In- just Instagram just, heaven. I would love – all I would love to see is I'm going to look at all the Instagrams of all those people at this restaurant last night that you were at, right? We'll be in the background. I want to see you in the background frowning about the loud music. Why? Because it'd make my day. So, uh, how, how do you buy a, a $50 pl- bowl of p- pasta and not eat it? You just take photos of it. Did you eat yours? Yeah. All right. It was good. Craig on the text from Maitland, Brisbane. He'd have gone, only making up the numbers for BBL 12. Also, says Australia will win in India and put an end to baseball. Oh, mate, geez, the bowling lineup for the Heat is terrible. They, they, that's been the, that's been the Achilles heels for them this, um, this season. The, the Achilles heel, the Achilles heel. That's it. Yeah. Didn't I say that? The first I thought time? you included in Healy in that. You call it the Achilles heels. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think that's the um, yeah. That's been their weakness. Their batting's been okay. They didn't make enough last night, but yeah, no, they're gone. Mm. They're gone for Big Bash uh, Twelve. Oh, some good fun facts coming in, Woogie. Keep going, but I've got to get. No, to no, these. give us some. Uh, Australia is wider than the moon. Fun fact: First day, and humans are the only animals that blush. Oh, I don't know. I think. Fun fact: First day. Our Labrador, Sense. she can. She gets embarrassed. Mm. I've never seen an animal blush. That's from Mick. Come on, come on, Mick. Stop it. No, he says humans are the only animals that blush, and you oh. have seen an animal that blushes. Humans. Are we an animal? The Eiffel Tower. This is from Mick from Margs from Margaret River. Eiffel Tower can be fifteen centimeters taller during the summer. Say that again. That's fifteen centimeters taller. Because of thermal expansion. So the iron heats up. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? This is great stuff. Great stuff. Um, there's a text here. Thank God you guys are back for Fun Fact Thursday. Pretty filthy O'Donnell and that extra rooster peanut were on last week. Beardy Machoz. Come on. He's talking about Simon O'Donnell. What? And, oh, Jimmy. He's talking about Jimmy Smith. What? That's a bit nasty, but thanks for the compliment to us. Uh, dogs in cafes. Firstly, how great is Glenn? He's in career best form. Yep. Secondly, I wouldn't eat at a cafe or restaurant with dogs. There's dog hairs floating in the air. Yes. Around the food. And thirdly, I don't care what Sat says. He's definitely in the fun fact Thursday voiceover. <laughs> he's in Steve there. From Dubbo. He's in denial, Steve. 
But you're right, dog hair floating around. Yeah, it's not good. And you don't want that in your food. No. No, you don't. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our uh, text number. Before we go to a break and we catch up with Christian Wolf, uh, assistant coach of the Dolphins. Are we talking about the rule changes or are they going to be after? Yeah, we'll do that later. Okay. Uh, what about the PM? He uh, Albo has again endorsed the idea of Papua New Guinea NRL franchise as rugby league officials explore proposals, including a Pacific-based World Cup to capitalise on the game's rise in the region. Why would Albo be getting involved? Like, did... I'm sorry. I, I when it comes to rugby league and most things, I, I don't take the advice of Albert. But he he loves his rugby league. I don't care. But, I, honestly, I think it is way 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 ahead of time for a Papua New Guinea team to come into the NRL. It's just so for me, it's so far fetched. I love the idea, but there's just not enough infrastructure. There's not enough support. There's just the, the support's cr- huge from the the people of that Papua New Guinea. They love it. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to work. But a PNG team I would just not even consider it if I was running the NRL. And there's no, no offence at all to anyone in Papua New Guinea. But, but it would the the, the PNG team wouldn't just be full of locals either. There'd be players from all over the NRL on that side, wouldn't you imagine? Absolutely, like anyone they can buy play. You can have it players from anywhere. The, the the new Redcliffe team, Dolphins, they don't have to have anyone just from that area. Did you call you them the buy, Redcliffe Dolphins? Yeah, the new Redcliffe team. They're from Redcliffe. But you, you could have, they could have, they're saying, you know, get all these other Islanders and Cook Islands, Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, everyone involved. But it's just it's just a logistic nightmare. What I, if they played out of happen. Australia somewhere? They what what if they played out of Cairns? Yeah. Good. It's not going to No, happen. but could that work if they played on the mainland? Not for a long time. Can I tell you why the what the for mine the main reason the Dolphins got the license? The my, the main reason. There was an there was another one in particular that Sats was involved in, a very, very, very good bid. The the main reason is their finances, their money. They are sound. They're fine. They're gonna be they're gonna be around forever. Even if they came last for ten years, they're still gonna be around. The, the NRL, they, you just, they just don't have the right infrastructure and everything in place in Papua New Guinea. But I could can't they see build it, it? Could they? But, but Badge, like, we, there's lots of money in that region. Okay. There's a lot of mining companies in that region. There's global companies yep. there as well. There's a, there's a big Australian population who work over there. I'm just saying, from my experience, I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Not I'm, even down the track. Oh. Okay. Well, how about like they've done years. in – Okay. Well, what about in Super Rugby where they've gone a Pacifica team? Could we see PNG and team? Well, could we see PNG teeing up with Fiji and and Samoa to put a team in? That's what we were just talking about. A Pacifica team? No, yeah, no, but what, but no. I, I thought no, we were talking just, about a standalone oh, okay. PNG team. Pacifica team? Oh, I don't think so. No, I okay. think it's just too. It's all over the place. Leave it for internationals. Absolutely. Okay. I'd love to see them in. I just don't. I just know that there's no organised competition in juniors coming through. There's nothing. At PNG, they just can't. They've got the PNG team in the Queensland Cup. Yeah, yeah, but all the kids coming through, they don't play in any organised competitions. It's, it, they are so far behind the eight ball. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Got to go to a break here on Sports Day. When we come back, uh, assistant coach for the Dolphins, Christian Wolf joins us here on Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, no Sats. He's, uh, he's on holidays, I don't know, until about April or something like that. Badge and Jace here yep. tonight on Sports Day. And, of course, there's a new team. There's new team in the NRL in 2023. <laughs> yes, one of the assistant coaches. Well, the main man. Below Wayne, Christian Wolf is joining us now on Sports Day. Mate, welcome back to Australia. Uh, have, have I got a couple of South Magpies legends on air right now? Of course, Gary Belcher from uh, the, what was it, late 70s? 40s. 40s, 40s and 50s. And, of course, <laughs> Christian, you played a couple of seasons there as, as well. Welcome back to Queensland. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, uh, much change in the weather between St Helens and uh, Brisbane this time of the year? Yeah, look, I've been speaking to a few people over there and they tell me it's uh, lows of negative six and highs of uh, negative one over there at the moment. So it's a bit different to what we've got and it's taken a little bit of time to get used to the sun again, that's for sure. Was it a tough decision to leave St Helens after back-to-back titles and you won basically every, every competition over there? Was it a tough decision to leave that comfort to come back here and, and have, a, have a crack at first grade in the NRL? It was actually, and you know, I wouldn't call it the comfort of it. It's um, you know, it's always a challenge, and for the club like St Helens, you have a lot of expectation, and uh, you know you're expected to do well, and you're expected to be around the top, and you know, it certainly brings a, an element of pressure. But um, yeah, there's a number of things that we sort of had to consider as a family, and, and this you know, this is coming home of sorts, you know, coming back to Queensland and, and coming back to Brisbane, and um, you know it was it was certainly the right time there for. And not just myself and, and what was going on here at the Dolphins, but uh, also so the, for the family. So uh, it was a tough decision that we had to make. Mm, but still, could be a, uh, a great one. Look, not many people, players, coaches, everyone gets to experience a start-up team um, in, the, in the top level of rugby league. Wayne did it, of course, back in 1988. Um, and, and many years later, he's there now with the Dolphins. How, how's that experience been? Is that different than anything else you've been, been through? Christian? Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, it's a real challenge and there's just so many things that you know, need to be thought about and, um, you know, things that you haven't necessarily thought about when you roll into another club that's a little bit established and, and that can be with all sorts of things off the field, um, you know, calls on the field, defensive calls, attacking plays. Usually you walk into a team and it's already established in most of those areas and you're just... Uh, you know, picking things up or um, or adding your own bits to it, but you know everything's completely fresh and completely new here, and, and that's one of the really exciting parts of it. It's a it's a real challenge, and everything about it's a challenge, and you know we get a real opportunity to try and get everything right right from the start and, and you know, develop some behaviours that you know, we think are going to be long standing and and set the club up for some really long term success. So. It's exciting, but it's a, it's a challenge at the same time. Yeah, and of course you've jumped into an organisation that um, I know that the Dolphins is new, but the organisation, the Redcliffe Dolphins, and the, and everything else that they've got, very very professional. Have been um, you know at the top of the uh, the Queensland and the Brisbane rugby leagues for for many years. So is that you feel that there's a um, you know a really strong group of people um, behind outside of the you know the coaching and the players. Oh, there definitely is, and you know, you're right there. It's been one of the one of the strongest and one of the biggest, if not the the biggest and strongest, now, in the Queensland Cup competition for a long time. And you know, a very established club and a great great supporter base and, and a great junior base as well. So, 
you know, all things have put it in a, a really good position or a really strong position going forward to make it successful. But our good clubs are built on good people. And you, know, you asked me about Saints before. That was certainly what St. Helens had. And mm. That was what made it hard to leave that place. And you know, walking into this club, it's exactly what's made this club successful in the past as well. It's full of good people. It's full of rugby league people. And you know, people who want to see the club do really well going forward. So it's great to be a part of is Mal still the legend of St. Helens? If we just flick back there for a minute, is it still all about well, a lot of that about Mel Meninga and what he that those, that time in the eighties when he was there? Because I've been on tours over there and they just love him. Well, for a guy who played one season there, he's very very popular. And he's, <laughs> he's got his uh, his picture up on the wall at the uh, at the stadium. And uh, look, I was lucky enough uh, when Mel came over with the Australian side. Uh, a little bit earlier in the year, not when the World Cup was on, but uh, he came over um, you know, to have a bit of a look around and, and do a bit of a reconnaissance for the World Cup. And uh, we, we did a thing together at St Helens, and you know, a number of the old boys were, that he played with were invited in. And uh, as I said, I was lucky enough to be there when that happened. And, and just the way that you know, they admired him, and you know, the way they uh, sort of you could tell they really looked up to him, and you could tell that he'd obviously gone there and shown it the respect that it deserved. And, been a really good person and a really good player there because he's, he's certainly admired and it was great to see. Hey, um, Christian, is there a, with uh, you being an assistant to, to Wayne Bennett, is there a plan for you to take over from Wayne in a couple of years' time, like similar to the deal uh, that he had with Jason Demetrio at South? Yeah, that, that is the plan. Um, and that was you know, part of the real attraction uh, for, for coming back here as well and, and, and coming to this club specifically is that opportunity to work with Wayne for a number of years and uh, you know obviously he's done things that other coaches haven't and he's got uh, so much to offer a playing group but also uh, coaches who work with him so yeah, that's something I'm really enjoying that opportunity to be able to work with him and you know, watch what he does different and, and learn from him and I know that's going to certainly helped me in the future as well. Is he is he pretty different than what you're used to, than what you've been through and the way that you, you've coached? Well, he's different to any other coach I've ever worked with. and um, You can certainly see why he's, why he's had the success he's had as well. And there's, you know, there's a number of things that he just gets right. And um, you know, it's, it's, as I said before, it's great to be able to see that uh, actually happen in real life. And um, yeah, he's got plenty of things to pass on. I played under Wayne in the early 80s and then in, in the mid-80s at Canberra and I had a lot to do with him. I've, I've worked with him in his coaching staff at the Broncos uh, for a hell of a long time. Uh, all this time. I, don't, I don't think he changes much around the way he was doing things 30 years ago. It's just so effective. But he makes all the, makes all the players quite accountable, doesn't he, Christian? I imagine the group has responded well to him. Yeah, the group's responded really well, and uh, you're exactly right there. He does keep everyone accountable, and you know, he does um, he does run a tight ship from that point of view. And um, you know, everyone knows he's very black and white. Everyone knows exactly where they stand, and you know what, what standards are good enough and what standards aren't good enough. And, and again, that's why he's had so much success. But uh, yeah, the players have really bought into what he's doing here, and uh, we've got a really good group of players, and. You know, one thing I'll, I'll say about the playing group is that every day we walk in, there's there's a real uh, real excitement and a real uh, you know real really good energy about them. They're mm. A group of good men to you know, to walk in and talk to in the morning, and they're all working really hard at the moment, which means they're they're getting some reward with their improvement as well. 
Uh, Jesse Bromwich named uh, your skipper during the le- uh, weekend. You've got a great leadership group there. All forwards, uh, we noticed. Christian, what impresses you the most about him? Look, he's only been here uh, a week and a half. He, he started just after Christmas. And straight away, you know, from day one, uh, within the first 10 minutes, he, he stands a little bit of authority. And you know, just the way he carries himself, the way he talks, uh, the way he leads by his example and everything that I've seen so far, and, and that's whether it's training around the field, team meetings, uh, he's really present and, and, as I said, really leading by his example. But he's also a great communicator. He's, he's, uh, he's going to be uh, extremely good for young players and young forwards in particular. Uh, the, the way you know, he's obviously experienced and he's done a hell of a lot in the game and, and, and earned that right to be a leader through what he's done, but he, he's living as a leader as well. He's passing on plenty of uh, uh, plenty of great messages and plenty of great information on the young players. So uh, we, we're going to be a better club for having him here, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I know nice. your trials start in just a few weeks' time, I think. Uh, early early February, a trial up in Rocky. And I reckon there's still, there's still have to be some positions up for grabs. Now, we're hearing Jared Wallace is pushing himself <laughs> as a potential 5'8". Is that true? Is that, is that likely to happen? <laughs> If he's playing five eight, we're in all sorts. It's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's going, he's going very well. I've got to say. <laughs> Is he? Uh, okay, you're getting that little bit of baby fat off him. Good on you, mate. You must be pushing him hard. Is hey. that, <laughs> that squad finalised? Is 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 your thirty finalised or done and dusted? No, we've still got a couple of spots to fill. Um, you know, and that's sort of a, you know, it's that's something that's moving and evolving all the time. So uh, we've got a little bit of time to finalise that, but. Yeah, well, the spots still are, are still up for grabs, and uh, you know it's a very fresh group. We're starting from scratch with everything, and um, you know I mentioned before that what we have got is a hard-working group, and they're certainly competing well at the moment. And there is spots up for grabs, and you know, the rest of the pre-season and the trials are going to be really important because it's going to give blokes a, an opportunity to you know, go and take a jersey, so to speak. Yeah. So, so as an as an assistant coach, but head coach in waiting, Christian, are you, what's your role? Are, are you across everything that's going on footy wise? Well, look across most things. Yeah, at the end of the day, Wayne's the coach, and um, you know we, we're we're going to do things the way he wants them done. And um, you know he's certainly leading the ship at the moment. As I said before, you know, part of my my intention is to make sure that I'm learning everything I can from him and. At uh, some stage, I'll get my opportunity as well, and um, you know, then I'll, I'll need to make it work then. Rightio. Well, not long to go. As Bad said, you've got that trial early February. That's going to be in Gladstone against the Capras, who are in pretty good form too in the Q Cup, just quietly. Round one, though, Roosters at Suncorp Stadium. How about that for a clash? And ha- have you got anywhere in the facility, round four versus the Broncos at Suncorp uh, circled anywhere? Christian, is that talked about at all? Oh, no, look, none of that's been talked about just yet. Now, uh, obviously, round one, once we get round to that, that's going to be the priority. And uh, they're going to be a very formidable team, the Roosters. It's going to be a great mm. challenge first up and a, a really good uh, a really good gauge of where we're at and, uh, you know, as a team in that early part of the season. But you know, also where we're at in terms of what we want to be as a club going forward and what sort of work we've done in the pre-season. So that's something to really look forward to. That's something that once we get to it, you know, that'll be our, our single focus or our sole focus and we'll worry about round four when we get to it. 
Did you get back home Christmas time? You're a Mount Isa boy, aren't you? Yeah, look, I do call Mount Isa home, but no, we've done enough uh, done enough travelling and living out of a suitcase at the back end of our Sydney <laughs> St Helens and you know, coming back over to Brisbane. So uh, we're not quite settled in a in a permanent house just yet. We're still trying to sort that out. Um, so there was no travelling to be done. I wasn't keen on going anywhere. All right, listen, yeah, Christian, yeah, luck, I, I, I'm pumped about the Dolphins. Um, not long to go now. It's going to be a long season. Uh, good luck with the trial and, of course, that round one clash against the Roosters at Suncorp Stadium. Thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day. No worries. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Badge and Jace here. Uh, for your Thursday night, a lot of our listeners I see are Googling uh, fun facts tonight. So... Good old fun fact, Thursday uh, strikes you again. You got a problem with it? Yeah, I do. Breaking news, by the way. Uh, Cricket Australia has decided to withdraw from March's ODI series against Afghanistan in response to the Taliban's treatment of women, including growing restrictions on education and employment opportunities. The Australian men's team was scheduled to face uh, Afghanistan in three ODIs in the UAE as part of the ICC Super League, but the uh, white ball series will not go ahead as planned now. So that's some late news uh, in the cricketing world. Um, some news uh, out of the NRL today, but it's been pretty quiet. No, in the I'm NRL. not interested. I'm, I'm looking at the fun facts, Boogie. Do you want to hold off on the rule changes and then do fun facts? Well, do you want to talk to Jeremy? At West? Been hang to on, a one lot, second. A lot of trouble these. Listeners. To Google, yeah, I know. But hang on, let's talk to let's talk to the fugitive, Jeremy from West Pennant Hills. G'day, mate. Hey, Jim. How are you? Good. What is going on with your phone? He's, he's disguised as his voice. Have you got a really deep voice, Jeremy? <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I do, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's I'm really Jenny voice, with a disguise. You, you, you can put that on your uh, on your phone, can't you? Yeah, all right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> I'd love to be happy to work out a way that's clearer. <laughs> mate, listen. Just, I want Bluetooth to drive for a living, so, yeah. I can't understand a word you're saying, but... You've got a question about another coach of the Dolphins, mate. No, player. No, not a coach. Oh, sorry, player. Yeah. Badge, how will Ray Stone go, do you reckon, at no. the Dolphins? Oh, good player. Really good player. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, I hope, I think. Paramount, former yep. Paramount, yeah. Lots of forwards there, and he's uh, he's a very very good player. Yeah. Can slot in at dummy half if needed as well, back rower. Yep. Yeah. I think so. I really it's not a good line, Jeremy. I think we might yeah, have, we have to, to um, go, pass mate. on it, mate. But you appreciate your uh, your call there. I think Jer- what Jeremy said it was his favourite player as an Eels fan. Yeah, I think when you do, when you cross Bluetooth with voice disguise, it just doesn't come out. All right, do you want to get well? Uh, do you want to get through some of these uh, fun facts then? Well, uh, yes, Mick. I want to get to his best one. A crocodile can't stick its tongue out, and it's physically <laughs> impossible <laughs> for pigs to look up in the sky. So these are just... Okay. So, you know, if they were flying, they wouldn't be able to look up. I'll but, Mick, Mick yes. you say that's all you've got unless you want my cracking Chuck Norris facts. We do. We want your Chuck Norris fun, fa- fun facts because they are, well, they're pretty much unbeatable like Chuck himself. Mick sent other ones through too, saying animals that lay eggs don't have belly buttons. There's a McDonald's on every continent except Antarctica. Mm. Mm. 
He said these are some of his best work. Beardy McChoz, a park ranger from the US, US, was once hit by lightning seven times. That doesn't make sense. How can he be once hit seven times? <laughs> no. Between the years 1942 and 77. That's 30 year, 35 years. Right. He was hit by light. Yeah, okay. At the Shenandoah National Park in Virginia. Is that a real one? Do you remember that show? Shenandoah. Oh, I think it was. I don't know. It was an old movie. All right. Um, he holds the, he's got the nickname of the human lightning rod. Fun fact. Thursday. It's just. I don't want to be rude about get any this. Better. I, don't, I don't want to, but I'm failing don't. to see the entertainment. They love it. They love it, Woogie. And, and I love, you do too. I You're love just, Beardy and I love Mick. You're just being, you but, know. Now, give me something interesting. Oh. Please. None of that. You don't find that interesting. No. Tapeworms eat themselves if they can't find food. Now that, we're talking. That can it's help fun you, Woogie. First day. Next time you get one, <laughs> yes. let it start. You got to starve yourself. Wait, wait. Let me. So you get a tapeworm, and if you don't eat, if you don't eat, it will eat itself. For how long? Until it's gone. We'll just keep going until there's nothing left. How do you get a tapeworm? How, how does it? Do I have to lick last... a? Do I have to lick an animal's bum or something? How, how does how it you get eat it? the last bit then? If it's only got teeth left. Well, eats the tail first. I don't know. That's a very good point, Gary. Mm. Well, maybe it eats half its body, then it dies. We didn't get that far with that. 0457 736 736. How do you get tapeworm? Now, these boring old rule changes. No, there are amendments. Amendments to the rules for the NRL. Uh, coming up. You want us to tell you, I'll tell you about him now? Yeah, go for Grounding it Grounding the ball. Tries are going to be awarded. If the ball rotates from your hand onto your wrist, your forearm, whatever, but there's no separation, it's still a try. Yes, correct. Always should have been. What are you yelling at? Uh, just the just microphone. Um, but, you know, for some reason they made it complicated. They slow it down. Yep. Super slow-mo. Okay. Uh, 18th player. You, you know can, what I? You know my thought on that, by the way? What? I reckon if the video ref cannot make a decision in, say, 30 seconds, go with the, go with the referee on-field decision. Go with the soft decision because we see it on the TV and we can make a decision in the first 30 seconds from the first replay, maybe second. Often, often. Sometimes most times. You, sometimes most, you can't. Most, yeah, well, that's fair sometimes enough. Sometimes there's a lot more to look at. It stops slowing the bloody game down, uh, yeah, Bunker. Well... well their job's to get it right. I, I know what you're saying, Wolves, and other people share your, uh, your, um, dis- you know, your disappointment. What? <laughs> your what is that word? Your <laughs> you okay? I'm not. You're not having a stroke over now. There, the 18th player rule. I'm not giving you mouth. If you mouth. if two players fail a head injury assessment, you can bring your 18th player in. It, it was three. It's just that's too many. I like you that. Need three head injuries before you can bring some someone on. Uh, and offside at scrum. Oh, what about this one? Offside? What do you think about this one? Um, if the team with the ball, you feed it, if you hold the ball in the scrum mm. so that you can catch the opposition getting up offside, you get penalised. So we're penalising the attacking teams now? Cool. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, well you're not allowed to get penalised if you're it's, in It's called gamesmanship. I mean, this well, is... What they want the game. They just want you to have the scrum, put the ball in, get it boring, out. Boring. Boring. Oh, do you want scrum? Oh, you want rugby scrums. No, want... I don't want rugby. No, I don't want to see a scrum okay. reset so it looks the same 10 times. But what I'm saying, well, that, that's that's part of the art of the game, isn't it? Mm. Trying to get the team offside, holding the ball in the scrum when, mind you, it's not really a scrum anymore, is it? No, it's not. I don't know why they want why they've done that. I don't know why that was a problem. With Rugby league. Mm. All right, going to go to a break. We'll go through more of these rules in just a moment. Keep your texts coming through, 0457 736 736. Our massive um, topic tonight we want your feedback on. Would you take a dog 
to a restaurant uh, or anywhere in public that they shouldn't be. I can't stand it. Rooster Muzz says, what about you go to Bunnings? You're trying to ask a delightful young staff member about mushroom compost. And over there's Rover sitting in a trolley grooming himself erotically. <laughs> Muzz, too you're much paying, information. Yeah, you're paying way too much attention to the dog, mate. <laughs> I'm telling you. This is sports day. Thanks to Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back. Uh, it's Badge and Jace here tonight. Fun fact. <laughs> Thursday, get them through to us, 0457 736 736. Jack's been in the studio. We haven't mm. heard much from Jack tonight. You all right, Jack, today? Yeah, good. He's been busy. Has he? It has does he? all your work. It does all. Was well, it his work now? Oh, are you okay? All you've done is eat nachos all show. Not all show. And thanks for sharing. Thanks for asking you know if what, we wanted any. I, this, is, this is leftover nachos. This is reheated nachos. I would have loved that. Uh, Troy from The Gong on the phone. G'day, Troy. Hi, how you doing? Good, Good, mate. Now, all we can see on the screen is a hooker is still a hooker. Uh, we're talking about the scrums and the change to the rule that if you hold the ball in a scrum and try and get the opposition offside, the penalty will go against you, the attacking team. Is, is this what you're ringing about? No, I'm ringing about why do we still actually have scrums in the, the NRL? To get rid of six buffets each why team. Why do we actually do it? Because they're actually, they're, they're actually pointless. No, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's a different point of attack where there's six six blokes stuck in the scrum and there's seven on seven. Badge, That's it's, also, why. it's a rest as well, isn't it? 30-second well, rest. Yeah, but it's, it's just a different – I reckon if we didn't have them, we'd get even more like touch footy or you know, Oztag or whatever. No, I, I, I like it. I, I have not got a problem with it because I played under the terrible – scrummaging rules where you didn't know. There was, the referee just penalised, yeah, put it across, you call loose it, feed. Uh, you you he, call it terrible. Troy and I loved I was competitive scrums. Did you, like, Troy? Did, did you play in the scrum, Troy? <laughs> I played second row, yes, Badge. Yep, absolutely, yep. When Would you, you like and, to? Um, you know, stick your head your head in someone else's ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. For those listening in uh, for the first time. Hey, Troy, we're going to let you go, mate. I want to see competitive scrums again. No. I do. You watch rugby. No, absolutely. Absolutely. We should have competitive scrums. Oh, not just the point attack. Yeah. There we go. Troy, listener of the All night. My Thanks, fingernails mate. out have a good night. as one by one before I do that. Why? Oh, hated it. Listen to the fans, mate. Listen to no, the fans, no, what we want. No, you listen, to, you listen to your three mates. When you're on the Johnny Walkers, and they oh, bring back competitive scrubs. Wrong. That's not, that's... You do. Don't out me like that. <laughs> We've got two mates. We're going to go to a break. Uh, this is Sports and Day. Troy. Thanks to Kia. Uh, when we come back, we can look at the other rule changes as well. We're going to do that. Oh, you're going to yell at me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Stars have won the toss in the Big Bash tonight against the Strikers. And the stars have chosen the bowl. More Sports Day on the way next. We say goodbye to our SCN listeners now as well. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. 
the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Second big hour of the show, Thursday night edition. It's our last one uh, for the week. If you want to get involved, 0457 736 736 is our number or 1300. Oh, that's our text line, I should say. Yeah. Or 1300 01 1170. Jeez, it's going nuts on Fun Fact Thursday, isn't it? Of course. It? Here's, see, here's an interesting one. This is the benchmark, mm. right? And I don't know who sent this one through. Number um, finishes in six, uh, 484. Fun fact Thursday. A snake can bite itself after its head is cut off. Check it out on YouTube. Copperhead snake bites itself after head cut off. So the head goes and bites the rest of the snake. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Fun fact Thursday. Now, that's a fun fact. That's brilliant. Actually, I've seen stories uh, in countries where people have cut the heads off uh, you know, deadly snakes, put their hand in the bin, forgotten, bang, died, dead in the kitchen. Mm. Have you eaten snake? I, no. I have. In China. Ate snake. Really? I didn't want to. You didn't know at the time? No, no, I knew. They told me. They oh. told me I was going to eat snake. I ate duck lips on the same I, night as well. Duck lips. Right. You can buy them, you know. You can get them. <laughs> a couple of grand, apparently. Jesus, a lot. You, there's, especially you can get them on the Gold Coast. I'll tell you, they're everywhere. <laughs> It's a delicacy. It's a de- <laughs> but so, income, I did, you I do like snake. your fun facts then. I, I, that one's a good one. Yeah. So that's a good one. A snake that eats itself. Beardy but how's Mc- it digested? Oh, bites itself, I should say. Yeah. Well, Beardy Mc- McChoz says, yeah, he's with us. He's with me. Fun facts for Thursday. Love it. You know you love it, Woogie, he says. No, I don't. I, I like interesting ones. All right. Interesting. Chuck Norris. Now, these are all true. Doesn't read books. He stares them down. Until he gets the information he wants. See, this is what I'm talking about. About that's not a fun. You don't thing. think what? Really? No. I don't you get know, the whole Chuck Norris. You fun know that fact he stuff. actually. This is. A, this well, it's probably true. The dinosaurs looked at him, Chuck Norris, the wrong way once, and you know what happened to them. That. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? That oh, is gold. That's not good. I want. I want someone to educate us, Badge. That's what fun facts should be about, right? Mm. It's not hitting Google and typing in fun facts. It's it's about learning something new, wouldn't you say? Like the kids who listen to the show. How do you learn show, stuff if you don't read it or someone doesn't? But give tell us you. something that it's not common. We've got kids who listen to this show, and even though they're on school holidays, badge, they want to continue to learn. All right. Well, give me an example. Well, I'll Google and just. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood agrees. As does uh, Toronto Rod. It would be hard to get players to move to Port Moors, but yeah, I don't think I'd, PNG team. If they try to make it happen, I don't think they well. They, they might play some games in Port Moresby. They certainly wouldn't be uh, located there. I imagine it would be in uh, probably in North North Queensland. But they both said it would be difficult to lure players, especially you know your best players, mm. um, to uh, to Papua New Guinea or to play in that comp. And I just I just wonder about their long term viability. Uh, but I'd, I'd love to hear if, if someone disagrees with me that they think that it's a genuine prospect. Elbow, give me a call. He reckons PNG should get a well, seriously I, looked at. I know Elbow's a rugby league fan, but why is he... Is, is the government going to fund this? Like, it, Well, it might all be part of our relations with our nearest neighbour, PNG. Next, is he going to push for an NRL team in China as well? Is that what he's going to do? No, that's... Um, that's the other bloke. That's Kevin Rudd. Is it? Yep. No, he's moving to America. 
Oh, is he? He got that plum job as the ambassador to the United States. They're just trying to get rid of him, aren't they? I think so. Uh, <laughs> evening, lads. Great to hear you back on the airways. Thank you. Oh, where have we been? Where have, have we been somewhere? Welcome back. Uh, Magic Millions champion, Billy Slater in the polo cross team, scored and had a win and also raced on the beach on a grey horse. Great photo of Billy. Uh, Facebook page with all four horse hooves in the air and Billy riding jockey style. Not much that bloke can't do. Oh, I'd imagine he would have had his shirt off like Putin. Don't you think, Billy on the oh, horse? I, I don't think so, but he'd look better. In white pants. He, there's not much he can do. We know Billy. And he's got, I think he's, he's got his own stud farm down in Victoria. He's He was a track work jockey, training mm-hmm. beard jockey before mm-hmm. he got into footy. And... Um, He's a genius, champion bloke, and super fit, and of course, coach of the Marines. James from Hornsby uh, is going to do a live fun fact for us. G'day, James. Hi, guys. Yeah, oh, first of all, regarding the snake, yeah, I've uh, killed a few and I've seen a few killed, and um, it's just the reflex that they just keep biting. So they'll just keep biting until they finally die. So, can they still can they still put poison in India? Yeah, the poison one uh, will be in there. Oh. If you prick them with your head and then you go and grab it and the thing pricks your hand, you'll get the venom then. That's what I'm Ooh. saying. People have died by putting their hands in rubbish bins and stuff and there's a yep. snake's head in there. Bang, gone. Dead. D-E-D. Yep. So, so don't put your hand in your, ru- in your rubbish bin. Well, after you've killed a snake. Oh, after, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, it's illegal to kill... Yeah, and it's illegal to kill no, snakes. it's not yeah, only if, but it's not illegal if they're uh, endangering a human. Ah. So as long as you yell out, look out, it's going to attack us, you can kill it. Right, okay. Righto. Righto. Okay. Uh, what's your fun yeah. fact? Now, the fun fact is, um, well, everyone knows it's Friday, so you've got to be really happy. You've got to try to be as happy as you can be on Friday, because the fact is, the day after Friday... Will be a Saturday. Oh, look, that's that's actually a bad joke. <laughs> will be a Saturday. A Saturday. Yeah. That's very good, actually. I could have used that tonight. That's that's great. All right, Bang. mate. You, you have a, <laughs> have a great work, weekend, James. Cheers, <laughs> guys. Is he our toughest listener? He's killed snakes. Only when they've been attacking him or other humans. Well, you've got to, uh, look, snake, careful, and then he goes, bang. Mm. Nice work. Thank you, James. And he's a bit of comedy. There, there are a lot of people living on properties that have, you know, problems with brown snakes and stuff. And they're, Well, my mate has them all the time. They're, they're animals and, yeah. He, he'll be sitting – well, he, he doesn't spend a lot of time in the kitchen, let's be honest. But on the odd occasion where he's at the kitchen sink, he looks outside and he goes, oh, there's another brown snake. Where is he? Where does he live? He lives on, like, a couple of acres. What, Chevron Island or somewhere on the no, Gold Coast? No, at the back of Helensvale on the Goldie. Oh, okay. And there's yeah. lots of them out there. Yeah, it's a lot of bushland. Right. He lives lives in the same street as Sophie Monk. Right. I don't know why I said what? that. Is that a fun – that's fun fact first day. That, that is a fun fact. How much fa- fun can you have on a Thursday? Yeah. Who's, who's famous that you live nearby or your friend lives nearby? Did, what, did, what was that question again? Who's famous <laughs> Who do, do that you live- lives near you? Well, you'd be, you'd be the most famous person in your street, wouldn't you? No. No. Um, Maybe. Do want, yeah, you probably would be. <laughs> 0457 736 736. Do you live near someone famous? I don't want addresses. 
or anything like that. No, Chris, no, not even suburb. Well, maybe a suburb. Uh, Chris Nelson lives in Brown Street in Coolum, mm-hmm. uh, number six, I think it is. Uh, he'll be joining us soon to give us a, who, an update on the Magic Millions. And Chris who does Nelson. he live near? No, he's the famous. Oh, one. he's it, yeah. Nelson. Yeah, Nelson. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, uh, another rule too we didn't get as uh, we didn't get to as well. Ten metre compliance in general play. This is one of the new rule changes for twenty twenty three. You like interpretations? This. Ten metre compliance. Oh, you got to get both feet yes. level with or behind the referee. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous how much players just put one foot level at the ref. They're basically standing. The rest of they're in front of him, and off they go early. So I, I like it. I like it. It's just saying, hey, get back a little bit. First. It's like getting it back another metre. And therefore, it's going to open up play a little bit more. Happy that, with that one, Woogs? Yeah, I like that. I, I, look, I, to be honest, I don't care. I, honestly, I... You, I, you I, will I, when the season's underway. Woogie and Badge, the fish or broad tapeworm is the largest tapeworm that can infest the human body. They can reach 30-plus feet long. But that's Thursday. What? I, do you you ever had one? No, I, I don't think I have. Can you get seriously yeah, ill? Yeah, I don't think you have. From a tapeworm? Like, can you really... Yeah, you generally lose a lot of weight. You don't drag your bum along the carpet like a dog, do you? (laughs) Don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Can someone answer that? 0457. I have heard of them sticking out a bit on kids. Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. So is it just like getting worms? So you just take... Oh, oh, am I getting this mixed up? Is is worms different than tapeworms? Is it the same thing? Have we jumped the shark tonight? Well, you just said it's the same as getting worm. I don't know. I don't know, Badge. I was asking you. Help us. It is Fun Fact Thursday. 318 has sent us a text. Mm. Something about oh. the app. Will you get onto that? All right. I'll get onto that as well. Yeah. Uh, rightio. Uh, what else were we uh, talking about? Oh, Ryan Pappenhausen spoke to SCN this morning about his experience over in the US with renowned high-performance trainer and conditioner, Bill Knowles. It's definitely been a bit of a discovery. It's, um, you sort of, I tried to come in with not much um, of an ex- expectation, but um, I've already learned so much and it's been a week. And I know it's very, a very cliche thing to say, but seriously, if you looked at my notes on my phone, um, <laughs> I don't think you could write much more and it's only been a week. So just learning that way. And I'm obviously over here with one of our physios too. And um, he's learned a lot. And obviously one of our young media guys has come over as well. And, um, every conversation every morning and every night is just what we learned that day. And, um, yeah, some, every day it's something new and, um, yeah, a lot of information to retain, but, um, at the same time I'm feeling better personally, um, and the legs feeling better, which is most important. Jeez. I tell you what, this Bill Good Knowles stuff. is uh, getting some big raps, well, isn't he? Well, he did amazing stuff last year. We think with, um, Latrell Mitchell who came back in fantastic shape, had a massive year. So, um, yeah, hopefully Ryan Pappenhausen, who's had that his knee cat or his knee was sort of shattered. He's hopefully going to come back as uh, as good as he was. Um, he's pretty well known over there. He's been asked for autographs. Every, Bill Knowles or Ryan Pappenhausen? Yeah, they say, hey, Cameron, Cameron Smith, can you sign that? They think, have you seen the likeness? That mullet? That little mo? <laughs> Like him, isn't he? I like you know what I really like Ryan Pappenhausen. He's got his you know what together. He's he seems like a really decent person and yes, you know I hope he does get back soon because he's had a wretched run. And of isn't injuries. it outstanding when you see a smaller player, a diminutive, diminutive player? Yeah, like our diminutive Jack, our producer. Yeah, um, Tiny it, I Jack. just love it. I love it because people think you have to be a big monster, big unit no. to be able to play. No, you can be bonsai rugby league. Jack. 
Bonsai Jack. Yeah. New text here uh, about tapeworm. Jimmy Carruthers had a six-foot tapeworm inside of him. And how they got it out is, is he opens his mouth and put a piece of steak there and when the tapeworm... No, come on. No, that's a joke. Tapeworm reach out for the seagull, grab it and pull it. No, that's... that's no. <laughs> we should pre-read this. Yeah, we should. Um... Jen's completely. It's clean from the Sunshine Coast. Come on. Oh, we're talking about animals in uh, in restaurants and Bunnings and shopping, and uh, I completely agree with you regarding animals, specifically dogs at cafes and restaurants. It's completely unhygienic. Well, you say, yeah, you're going to end up with uh, hair in you. Well, one of our listeners said oh, that. Oh, they page. did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How owners of these establishments uh, establishments allowed this is beyond me. As such, Sats would say, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Daniel from. Prairie Woodwell. Well, put your hand I, up. I don't know. Maybe a wave. Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. I don't so, know. It's... Are they allowed to ban people from bringing dogs? So maybe you're not allowed to. If legally you can take them, maybe but they have to put how, up with it. How, how does council allow to have animals? Because you don't know. In our, I, I, look, I'm not so. In a dining area. Got such a problem with outdoor areas, outdoor dining. I do. Breakfast, people turn up with their dogs, go for a walk. There you go. Have a coffee. Fine. I have an issue with that. I don't because I, I do it. Well, but why can't you just, mate, if you want to go for a coffee, why can't you just leave your dog at home? It's what? a dog. You don't need to take your dog out for a coffee. You, you're not a dog person, are you? No, I'm not. But I don't understand. Um, I don't want to take my cat. I don't want to take Covey with me. You She's wouldn't gorgeous. take a cat. Why wouldn't you? Because. Why wouldn't you? Because people would, would, would be disgusted. Cats. You well, know I'm like. disgusted that your mutt. Because your next... cat would sit on the chair and make you sit on the ground. <laughs> there is. They're that. the boss. That's right. Now, and okay, but at least I'm still a little bit cleaner than your dog. Let's say. Well, do I know about that? <laughs> but no, I'm I'm over it. I'm sick of uh, we have to be all inclusive with dogs and stuff. No, I don't want it. I go to a restaurant or a cafe to get away from animals. What about kids? Do you mind kids going? Let's ban them too. So let's get rid of dogs, cyclists, kids and under kids. what age? How old am I? Under seventeen. 17. <laughs> You're right. It's cost. It's costing. Jack's just sent me a message here. He reckons we're yelling at clouds again. We're oh. not. We're just. It's an opinion based show. Yelling at each other. Yeah, that's right. And our listeners. Right. So hang on. Rooster Mother says you can actually get tapeworm after touching the stool or chair of an infected person or animal. Like Again, touching an animal's stool. Another reason why animals shouldn't be allowed in cafes. I don't want to catch tapeworm. I don't want that with my eggs benedict. Mm, you don't. That's not the sauce you want. Uh, gents, oh, no. uh, completely. Thank you, Daniel from uh, Prairie Wood on that. Hey, Cricket New South Wales and the Bears have joined forces on a, on a proposed $11 million funding redevelopment of North Sydney Oval Badge to ensure right. the famous old ground remains viable as a venue for elite sport. It's a beautiful ground. It is. It is. Stunning. No, it's a bit small, isn't it? We saw some cricket there the other yeah. night. You know, even I could probably hit a six at that ground. Um, couldn't kick any goals, I can tell you. They're that. But, um, well, the Bears are still trying to get that in a, in a license in the NRL. But they're not going to play there, are they? They're meant to play... Central Coast. Oh, I think if they did, they would play at both. I, it's another one that I'm, I think they're pushing, you know what, uphill. If they could maybe join forces with someone else. Central Coast deserves an NRL team. It's a massive, can it massive it? nursery. Yes, of course it it's can. It's a bit like Redcliffe, is it? Yeah. 
It's a massive nursery of rugby league uh, talent. Who, where's all the money going to come from? Who's going to? Well, there's a gonna... massive leagues club across the road from Central Coast and Stadium. Are they supporting it? Are they? Do they want to support it? Well, they haven't a lot in the past, but John Singleton's always. Singo's a proud Central Coaster, yeah, yeah, and he's he, always thrown a lot of money well, behind. Well, I think he owned he the owns stadium. The, or he does. Lots of, yeah. yeah. Um, Mate, there's, anyway. a lot of, there's a lot of business there. But the other thing too, Badge, it's a national game. The money doesn't actually need to come from that market. The money can come from national sponsors. You, you, you do need a lot of money to run it. And can you get national sponsors when you're in little pockets? Well, if you're, like t- if you're on, if you're on every game, every well, every game is broadcast. So yeah. yeah, as long as sponsors are getting, you know, their logos seen, mm. um, yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a wonderful nursery for junior players. Yes, uh, agreed. It's about third or fourth largest region in the world in rugby league. Right. So and and forget about that Northern Eagles, you know, that whole thing. Forget that. Oh, that, that was, was doomed. That yeah. was doomed, wasn't it? Was. Um, I'm, should we read out that top text? I'm not comfortable reading it. Apparently, you used to be able to lure, lure tapeworm out with meat. <laughs> so you put it near an, an entry point. <laughs> or an <Right>. exit point. <laughs> well, in this, case, in this case, it is an exit point, yes. And, no, you shouldn't read that one out. And it just attract them. Right. So what do you get, a bit of piece of rump? Oh, no, you go something cheaper. Chuck steak. Okay. Uh, Nick Kyrgios is buying a uh, basketball team. No, he's not. Is he? Would Would Nick Kyrgios, if he ends up being one of the owners of the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, I tossed this up the other night. Would he? Would he? He would be the halftime entertainment. But do, do you he'd reckon, get a game? I reckon he'd demand a game. Oh yeah, would he probably be good enough? Wouldn't he? Oh, <laughs> he can't even win a tennis game. How's he going to win a basketball game? Because he's so fit. Dedicated. Strikers numb for 23 off 1.2 overs badge. Good start. Matty Short, 20 off six balls. Who are they playing? Gibson, one off two, playing the Stars. They're having a shocking year again, the Stars. And good to see uh, Chris Lynn padded up. Yeah, he'll be in, he's, he's, he's been playing really well, actually. He's meant to be going to Abu Dhabi at some stage. Uh, Ten matches so far for 393 runs. Nice. That's what he said. This, this year so far. So, anyway, uh, Chris Nelson coming up real soon. We'll talk about Magic Millions. Uh, more of your texts. Keep them coming through about anything. Clearly. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day for the seven-seat uh, Kia Sorento Large SUV. Jack, I can't wait for this. Jack's going to talk soccer with us next here on Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to the show. It is Badge and Jace here for your Thursday night. 0457-736-736 is our text number. Daniel from Prairie Wood's been on the text again. Badge, one about the about North Sydney. Yes, he has. Uh, gentlemen. Oh, what? No, gents. It's I've got the gents. wrong one. Okay. There's an oversaturation of Sydney teams, as it is. A token game or two for nostalgia, but forget North Sydney. Go form a partnership with the WA government 
NRLWA and pour all the energy into being the NRL's 18th team. As the West Coast Bears, Daniel from Prairie Wood. I think they have actually, um, they've, they've gone down that road and they might try it again, I think. Yeah, right, okay. I, I, I reckon that's more likely. How desperate think, are they to have the Bears back in the comp? Well, they are, and, and, and good on them. And Will I, they go they're to fighting WA? a tough fight. Oh, well, it, I guess it's better than no foot in the NRL door. I mean, you'd, you'd, I know Balmain fans and West Magpies are all disappointed at times with, you know, being in a joint venture, but it's better than going the way of, you know, Newtown or North Sydney Bears at the moment and not having a team. So I think they would seriously consider it if it was an option. And WA is still, I reckon, a big option for the NRL. You reckon? Yep. But once again, you've got, there's got to be a lot of money. There's got to be the, the right organisation money-wise or individuals that are behind it because you can't just there's hope got, that you're successful enough to, to, to just keep rolling along. There has to be a team in the Western Corridor in Brisbane before any other location. Why? Because it's, it's growing at the rate of Knott's Badge and they haven't got a team oh. that rep- represents – and you can get, it goes all the way up to Toowoomba. That whole Western Corridor, it's going to be huge. Yes. And that's why the AFL have set up out there and they play the long game. You know, they know in 10 years' time that that population out there is going to grow like the Sydney western suburbs. Yes. Huge. Huge. So why wouldn't you have an NRL presence out there? You've got to. Unless the Broncos, they claim it as their turf, which they probably do. But you've got to have a team out there. Otherwise, you're just handing you're just handing it all to the AFL. And you're going to have these AFL – you're going to have – AFL goalposts in, in schools and in brand-new parks and brand-new oh, developments. Don't say that. But it's going to happen bad. I saw it happen in Sydney when I was in going from primary school to high school. In the AFL, when the Swans relocated, that was that 1980, 1981, mm. and, mate, we just started seeing goalposts, AFL goalposts everywhere, and the AFL coming to school yep. every single day. When was that? 81. They've taken over too, haven't they? No, but, the, mate... Yeah, well, Sydney Swans have got 50,000 members in Sydney. Mm. Like, that's that's huge. Yeah. Bigger than any NRL club. Yeah, but not combined. Nowhere near it. Well, should we then combine all the AFL clubs? What? Well, that's like, what? No, I'm saying the Sydney Swans. and There's two teams in Sydney. That's good. But yeah. they're still not dominant. I don't think they're going to dominate the west of Brisbane if – if a team doesn't quickly go in there, no, in the NRL. but it's the long. They, they're here for the long haul. They don't care. They want kids playing. What's that AFL? What's it called? That Oz kick. Oz kick. They want as many kids playing that as possible. And when you have players going to schools, all of a sudden you go, "Geez, I'm going to watch them this weekend." Oh, Oz kick was phenomenal. Every single person that I grew up with, we all did Oz kick. We all started playing AFL for the first couple of years. Some stuck with it. Most dropped out, but. We were all hooked instantly. Badge Jack. Sorry, I do apologise. Badge, badge, I'm not saying that AFL's a better sport. I'm not comparing the two sports. But you you just can't give the Brisbane Lions west of Brisbane and not have an NRL presence out there. I'd forget, forget Perth, forget the Central Coast. Make sure you shore up... The, the, the third largest city oh, in Australia. Oh, now you're forgetting the Central Coast. You, a minute ago you said it was so no, but important. It is, no, but no, I'm saying it's a great pl- – I'd love to see a team there. But the priority should be Western Brisbane. You tell, tell people on the Central Coast that. <laughs> don't. 
don't twist my words. I'm, oh, just... I'm just saying you can't have them all. Well, you can have them all, but you're just going to water down the, the right. standard of the game and, and you'll have, you know, teams that don't quite okay. measure up financially. So. Okay, well, I don't give a stuff. I'm not a Queenslander. You'll lose your game to the AFL. Really? Right, That's and you're a proud Queenslander. You tell those people in Ipswich. Don't you also want a PNG side, Jace? No, I never said that. Yeah, no, that, that, I heard that. Yeah, I heard That's that. what Albo wants. No, I heard you want that and you want a Central Coast side, Western Brisbane, you want the Bears back, Adelaide Ram. Adelaide, turn, yeah. turn both you what about the crushes? Listen, football is here with <laughs> soccer is here with forty dollars family passes available to the oh, Izuzu yeah. Ute League men. T's and C's apply. It's good to hear you talk about other sport than soccer. Oh, speaking of the fastest growing sport amongst juniors, talk about a bit of football. <laughs> you can't keep doing that. You can't you just I'm, don't talk. Yeah, well, Let no, this is a very important stuff. This is very important. Oh, is it? So yes, A League round this week, and uh, we've got some big uh, games. The top four are playing each other this round, which is very exciting. You've got uh, Melbourne City uh, taking on Western Sydney Wanderers. So that's first versus third. Melbourne City are developing a bit of clean air at the top. They're on twenty five points. Uh, Central Coast are coming second on nineteen. Uh, Central Coast are also playing Macarthur tomorrow. So that's second v fourth. So it'll be really interesting. Brisbane Roar versus Wellington Phoenix. There, it's a mid-table battle. Brisbane Roar really need to, to get a win. Yes, mate. Are you over your... No, I'm not. Never <laughs> I over. I sh- Sorry. <laughs> Where's this the is, next team in the A-League going to come from? This is... Oh, ooh. Western Brisbane. Well, no. Well, we could compete. But, uh, yeah, obviously we said um, Jay O'Shea got a red card. I did show you the footage yesterday. Oh, that was Brisbane horrible. Raw it was player. horrible, wasn't it? Oh. Yes. Brisbane Raw play, yes. It was a joke. Uh, yeah, so he was sent off for two yellow cards. The referee but should not ref all year after that. I think so as well. And that would have jumped them up into fourth place. So that would have been a really big win. Uh, but they just can't keep letting losses did, like that Did happen. another player take a dive? Did they? Yeah, I think Armani oh. did. I think, I think it's what clear. What are the odds? I think it's clear. I think it's clear he did. Uh, we've also got some uh, kind of uh, bottom-of-the-table battles as well. Western United taking Newcastle Jets. So that's 10th versus 11th. So, yeah, this is a very big game. I think there's only one round, like one game in this round that isn't directly people uh, in the in the next three gaps of each other. So that's very interesting. Very interesting to see where the ladder leads very. at the end of this. How did the Melbourne Victory fans behave themselves? Yeah, they're fine. And, look, they're, they're showing it. They're, they're dead last on the ladder. Um so, yeah, it's impacting them. It's clearly impacting them. Yeah, right. But yeah. did they behave themselves last week? Yeah. But they, I don't, I did don't, you see they're going to – Wasn't it earlier that... this week that the – Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. keep up with yeah, the days, Yeah, so we haven't, we haven't had those actual rules come in. No, no, but the, there was a game. Oh, yeah, no, there was a game. So the crowd were fine, fine. Everything yeah. was all right? Yes. So was the northern end completely empty from where all the I other fans were? I don't think that were... sanction has come into effect yet. You, you know what they have, like yeah. that facial recognition technology. They're using all those different things to keep those fans. You know what one of the things they do in the in uh, in England, where mm. they have a lot of trouble with fans and fans being banned, they make them report to the police station at kickoff time. Yes. Yeah, no. And that's a great one, isn't it? You've seen that in the Wrexham documentary. So if you're remember? a fan, oh, yeah. you have yeah. to be, when your team's ready to play, you have to go to the police station. They might probably sit you there for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, so. Until the game's until over. Until the game's over. <laughs> you can't be there causing trouble. <laughs> no, but in that. Because otherwise uh, they're sneaking in. How, I mean, I reckon it'd be almost impossible to stop it. Well, in that documentary of uh, Wrexham, they did have one fan who was a hooligan that was involved in, in brawls get banned, and he wasn't allowed to watch, uh, obviously, any of the games at the stadium, but also in the surrounding pubs. So he had to go out of town. Um, they took his TV off while. him. Everything. Yeah, well, yeah, he could have watched at home, but yeah, he, no, 
Actually, I don't so think they could even have watched go to it a pub. Yeah, in the surrounding area, he's had an, to leave. Because he's a, an imbecile and he'd cause a, a fight. Yeah, because well, he was, a, well, I guess, a well-known hooligan of the club. Right. I don't know how his missus put up with him. Well, that was fascinating, yeah, yeah because yeah. she tried to be a cop. And she was dis- yes. they, they knocked her back and said, no, because you're affiliated with this guy. And at that so moment, really, yeah. I would have said, I'm out of here. They yeah, had a child no. together, didn't they? I don't, I don't think so, but it was, yeah. it was basically it was he kind of heartbreaking. Her career. Yeah. He ruined her career. Yeah. I couldn't believe Very it. Very interesting dynamic there. Yep. All righty. Thank you, Jack, for our football Are update. Are you going to watch? Have you watched an A-League game this year? Uh, no, because I don't have, oh. and I shouldn't say this during our A-League segment, but I don't have Paramount Plus. Yeah. So that's the reason I haven't. Um, and Sunday afternoons, mate, I'm busy. Yeah, that's fair. I'm normally having a beer somewhere. So, again, drink responsibly. Hey, before we go to a break, uh, fun fact Thursday coming in from Sean from the Sunny Coast Badge. Can you see that one there? Uh, no. A cockroach can live for two weeks without a head. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Two What's the weeks. point? What's the point? Can't a chicken live for... Couple of weeks, or is that just hours, half an hour running around the backyard? What's the point being a cockroach for two weeks without a body? Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you'd have a headache, wouldn't you? A sore neck. We wouldn't know. We know you're still alive. Oh, you would know. The head would know. Yeah. Yeah. Worst pest, isn't it? The cockroach, the worst. Be like being drunk, wouldn't it? Yep. Hey guys, legless. Uh, Hey guys, up here in Toowoomba, Ozkick is. Ozkick is in every primary school. No rugby league present, even though it's league, union, then AFL up here. That's from 658 in Toowoomba. Yeah. No, look, I, I do. I understand where you come from, Woogie. It's, it's not good. But I, it, I don't know if, what sort of priority it is for the NRL to get another team in. They've got to see if the Dolphins thing works before they look at expansion again. Right, yeah. Break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. <laughs> The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this summer. It certainly is. Uh, Chris Nelson is, I've never seen him so excited. Uh, He's getting pumped up for the Magic Millions Carnival this week. And hello, Nelson. (laughs) Jase, very, very exciting times. Uh, The week just seems to get bigger and bigger every single day. We saw, uh, well, I thought you might have been out at the sales yesterday, just chipping in the... uh, a little bit of the $2.6 no, million no. for the uh, sister to um, Sunlight, no? No, you're getting me mixed up with Gary Belcher. He's the one with all the money. <laughs> so he doesn't like to part with it, though, uh, unless he's spending well, it on uh-huh. ice cream. <laughs> mate, oh, there he is. Yeah, mate, what, what, sort of, what sort of sales have we seen? Did it, last year was amazing. Have we gone past that? Horse sales. Mostly, we have. <laughs> we, we have. We have. Uh, the average... Uh, is around $303,000 per lot. How about that? 426 sold at this stage. 303,000 is the average. The highest is 2.6, as we mentioned. What's that? That's assisted a sunlight. We need to know the lowest so we can see if we're <laughs> half well, we a chance, us and our 20 mates. We won't know that until we get to probably Sunday or Monday, Badge. That's more in our 
league, those ten and twenty thousand dollar horses. Do they probably. pass? Yeah, do Even they pass then. any in and go? Okay, oh, yeah, you, know, you can have this for a couple of hundred. Yeah, there's been seventy odd passed in, but no, they don't generally uh, <laughs> let them go for cheap prices. They're passed in because they haven't reached that number that they want. What happens? And, uh, maybe then? they'll do some. What happens? Well, they go to another sale, or or, or do what? I think they could. They either go to. Uh, uh, they will negotiate, obviously, with with some parties, and and a lot of them will be sold. But others, they just might end up staying with the breeder, and the breeder will race them. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. They don't have to be sold. Yeah. What do you like this weekend at the Magic Millions, mate? And is well, it hard? Is uh, the two and three year old Magic Millions are they hard races? Well, they're always uh, they're always difficult because there's so many different form lines. We've got horses from all over the country. You know, mainly. Mainly New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland tend to dominate. New South Wales horses generally are the best. Uh, however, this year in the three-year-old race, I'm going local. I'm going with one of our favourites in Yellow Brick, uh, number four. He was so good winning at uh, Toowoomba, the King of the Mountain. He's won five, six of his seven starts, five of his six starts. Sorry, he should have won on debut. There was excuses there. So he should go into this race unbeaten. He's just a bomb-proof horse. He goes forward, he sits on the speed, he absorbs the pressure... And then when the chips are down in the straight, he just finds another gear. So acid test for him. He's been heavily backed. Interestingly, I know you're a punter badge. Uh, <laughs> no, he was hev- heavily backed. <laughs> he was heavily backed before the barrier draw on Tuesday morning. And then they put more on after the barrier draw, after he drew gate five. So that tells you that there's punters out there or connections that didn't care what barrier he drew. They just wanted to get their money on. So I think he'll win the, uh, the three-year-old race. And look, if you're looking for a, a good thing... Probably uh, scallopini always makes me think of going out for dinner and having a step up from a palmy is a scallopini. Oh, race four, it? number two. The veal scallopini. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, it is. That pretty is special. Yeah, veal scallopini. Yeah. Yeah, mm. The creamy a bit white of a step wine up, sauce. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Instead Some of scallop potatoes. <laughs> That's right. No one cheese on your scallopini, Paige. There's something else I was going to ask you. Oh, I had those horses. They, they ran it. I saw them walking down suburban streets. Yes, yes. Did they go on, for more uh, on, or less than they would have if they hadn't escaped? Well, they weren't. They weren't yearlings that were up for sale. Oh, they're in the race, aren't they? No, no, no. Oh, these they are just were, uh, show right. ponies. Show ponies. Yeah, well, they were in the race along the beach. And if you had a horse running around on Saturday in the Magic Millions, I'm sure you wouldn't be too keen to have it running on the beach Tuesday morning. Right. So they weren't from that. They weren't from the race. Uh, and I saw a bit of uh, footage on the news from one of those horses. He was back in his paddock that afternoon eating carrots. So they're like they're like fluffers. Those horses, they stand well, in for yes. the other ones. Oh, for I the guess. other stallions. They're the yes. Yeah. That's one word for them. I suppose. Well, or seat yeah. warmers, like at the Oscars. Or what? Yeah. What do actors yeah. have the you know when, on the uh, on the the action scenes? Oh, a stunt person. Stunt, oh, they're they stunt horses. Stunt double. Stunt horses. Yep. My yep. my yep. local trainer, yes. Maddie Dunn, they take their horses up yep. the beach. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's at Willemba. Willemba, yeah, they they go to the beach at uh, around Cabarita, Kingscliff that way. Yes. Oh, good. That's, yes. that's nice. Yeah, that's... No, well, I thought I thought he was saying you wouldn't have them on the beach. You're saying you wouldn't be racing them on the beach a few days. Oh out. no, I wouldn't be racing them on the beach. Uh, yeah. No, no. Do you get an ice cream when he takes his horses to the beach afterwards? No, or but fish and chips. A couple of them look good in bikinis. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not those Brazilian ones they're getting around in our days. No. Oh. All right. All right. Listen, this is going downhill quick. You've <laughs> uh, given us your tips. Uh, we've found the horses, and we're going to buy ourselves a horse on Sunday or Monday. Is that right? Yeah, just wait till then, guys. We might be able to uh, all chip in together, the whole lot of us, and come up with something for about ten or twenty thousand. And look, you never know. Ye- yellow brick cost twenty thousand uh, dollars. I did a, 
I did a feature story on Magic Millions Radio this morning on General Nadim, who was a great horse, and he only cost 20000 as well. Yep. So it's possible. Just working out my percentage for this 17 Well, Black Caviar got. wasn't all that expensive either, so it can be done. And oh, Badge, you've got that it, coin laying around in the creepy van. $17. So. Yep. I just <laughs> put it in, out of the ashtray. <laughs> hey, oh, it's gonna, how's your three-legged mule going, mate? Is that running around or hopping uh, or limping around this weekend? No. No, no, she's having a freshen up now. That's the latest. <laughs> How much does that cost you? <laughs> oh, who knows? Oh, nails done. Horsey day Get the nails spa. done in yeah. the spa. And yeah. Wax. Oh, you know what? I, I, I'm going with our original idea, guys. I think, uh, I think I'm going to get a greyhound. Yeah, that's the way to go. Queensland. You know no Why? Fuss. Why? They just run every week. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're bomb-proof. They just keep on going. Every week they turn up and there's no issues. And you don't have to worry about whether the jockey's having a go or not. That's right. <laughs> and they pal. don't need to freshen up. That's right. Queensland Summer Racing <laughs> Carnival takes centre stage once again this week. I'm in, by the way, if you find us a greyhound, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Isn't uh, he here to promote Racing Queensland? Just telling us about greyhound. I was just thinking the same thing then, but I am... Pro- <laughs> but great, no, but Racing but- Queensland... There's the greyhounds and the harness as well. Oh, yes, well, so. of course. Yeah, so get yes. your facts right, mate. Just just count your cash before you go and buy a horse <laughs> over there, would you? I right. them up to. Uh, Nelson, thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, we've got uh, Jace and Badge here tonight. Jack uh, in for the last Still segment. Beauty, Jack. Yeah. Hey, um, we're going to get into the weather here for New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Armadale on 2AD, maybe head down to the Gyra Lamb and Potato Festival. Now, that sounds good. Which got underway yesterday till the 23rd of January for your Friday. Top of 28. Partly cloudy day with a low of 12 overnight. Lamb and potato. Is there a better combination, I tell you, boys? Is Gyra, there? lamb no. and potato festival. Fantastic. Oh, I've got to try that. Formulate with the highest quality right here in Australia. New farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Um, before we just get to some uh, mopping up some news here, uh, text from Steve. Badge, you need to start focusing on the last laugh. No one, no one has ever gone back to back to back successfully. The pressure's on. Oh, you where, have now. You've delivered. Am I back to back? We've at the gone. Moment? No, oh, you've yeah. gone back to back to back. Okay. Three goodies in it's a row. Not a joke. This is actually a true story. I'm going well, to tell not, you. We're not doing. No, it yet. no. When I get to it. All right. Uh, Woogie badge funny. and tattoo. Right. That's you, by the way, Jack. What? Yes. Tiny Jack. Yeah. yeah, off Fantasy Island. Island. You Googled it, didn't you, Jack? I did, yeah. The plane. No, the plane. Oh, the plane. The plane. Yeah. The plane. Thank you very much. Now, Jack, I know, <laughs> Jack, I know you've been <laughs> upset with me off the air. You reckon it's I spoke to... not that t- small. It's just that we had Big Jack replacing yeah. him. No, I'm just Tiny Jack. And, and you, now and Tiny Jack. You are irreplaceable, yeah. but he Thanks, was Big Jack. Yeah. You're not so big. Jack has been having a crack at me off the air as well, listeners, uh, about talking about Prince Harry for too oh, long, yelling at it. clouds we and nearly, tapeworm badge. We nearly got through a show without having to hear about Prince Harry. I, I, this is the last tapeworm thing we're going to talk about. Okay. Our yeah. listeners love it, don't they, Badge? Yes, they do. Do you want to read the text out from Carl from Lismore? No. Okay, I will. Hi, guys. It. There it is. I had an 18-foot tapeworm in 1968. <laughs> I was in Sydney's Children's Hospital, was there for three weeks to let the work out of natural causes. So it come out the worm natural out. It's called idatus, a oh. disease from dogs. Oh. Carl from Lismore. Cheers, guys. And, yes, it came out 
Okay. What? 18 foot. Oh. That's the same disease as a, a trainer at the Raiders, Brian Burke, who lost a lung or, or part of a lung. He used to play for Queanbeyan Blues. Fair income. From, yeah, from his dog breathed on him or something. Wow. Not the same thing. This is why you don't take dogs to cafes. This is how it all started. <laughs> Choose Termidor, You'll Australia's most worms. trusted termidicide. Um, we just saw Messi has scored his first goal since the World Cup for PSG. Yeah, Messi already back to work, already scoring goals. Uh, looks like he might extend his contract with PSG as a- well. How old is he? 37? Yes, or just a bit younger. 34, 35 oh, maybe? Yeah. Plenty of time. Yeah, while Ronaldo's going to Al Nasser, is still not playing. Ronaldo, Messi back to business, scoring goals. Do you reckon they would have tried to get Messi? Given, PSG? Yeah, given that he's the best, probably the best player. Sorry. Who, no, no, who, no, where, where Ronaldo went. Al Nasser. Uh, I don't think so. I think he already has the contract with PSG and I think they'll extend. And PSG are also owned by massive, massive money. So he is... He's he's got, got, he's isn't he on 750 a, a year or something? Mil? 750 mil. Messi? Yeah. Yeah, he's, on, he's on ridiculous money. And um, he's also playing Champions League and playing in France. So... Very attractive Keeps to him. performing. Can yeah. we talk cricket for a moment quickly? English uh, cricket fans are buzzing. Jofra Archer is back playing after 18 months of uh, being injured. He took three for 27 in four overs in the MI Cape, for MI Cape Town, I should say, the New South African T20 comp. Jeez, they've got a good team heading into the Ashes, haven't they, Badge? Mm, sure have. That was sure two have. He's, elbow he's, injuries he, and a bra- back Yes, Fracture. and it scares me because, I mean, honestly, him not playing last time around, that was a massive bonus for us. Mm. And they are, they are playing great. Mind you, the Aussies are at a, at a peak, Woogie, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah, they're, look, there's nothing wrong with the Australian team. I do, I we'll see how they go against India. Um, by the way, big bash, nine overs gone. Strikers are four for 57. He didn't make many Linny, did he? No, they're in a bit of trouble. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. What do I feel like there's pressure on me? Um, over Christmas, mm. we had lots of family down, and one of my nieces... Love, lovely girl, but not that clever. She said, can I just use your computer? And she logged in. And I was sitting there, and I said, you, you jump on. And she's, she's putting a password in. She went, dun, 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 and just kept going. Now, what? that's a long password. I said, what is it? And she went, it's Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Donald, Goofy, Canberra. I went, what? And she went, yeah, they said it had to have at least char- eight char- characters and one capital. <laughs> I don't think Sats will ever return. If you're not asking for Termidor, you're asking for trouble. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termidicide. We'll be back Monday night. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.